Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Real Film Nerds Podcast number 280. I believe that's right, 280. We are watching, or not watching, we already watched, we are chatting about a little film that I wanted to see back in October that didn't... uh, come out for a long time on streaming until recently and uh i don't know why they waited i mean we'll get into it here as we chat about this film but let me introduce my co-host dad bod extraordinaire mysterious mike talent how are you miguelito talent i'm doing good man doing good last night in soho was uh interesting wasn't quite what i expected Okay, Michael, we will get into it after I ask you the thing I forgot last week until the very end. Mike, why don't you go ahead and give us the rundown for last night in Soho? Oh, man, starting it off all all perfect and stuff. All right, man, this uh, movie was directed by Edgar Wright. It was written by Edgar Wright and Christy Wilson Carnes. And this movie is starring uh, Sean McKenzie, Anna Taylor-Joy, Matt Smith, Diana Rigg. And it is, it is about an aspiring fashion designer who is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer. But the glamour is not all it appears to be, and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something darker. Okay, Mike. So you started off with your first impressions, so let's continue them. Okay, Matt. Uh, I thought this movie was... um, You know, it uses uh, colors quite a bit, like... uh, I like that about how this was shot, like the colors, and uh, that was neat. Um, it got a little repetitive with some of the the scenes because we were kind of in the same places over and over, but I guess that's kind of where she was residing, so I guess it makes sense. But anyway, this movie was interesting. I, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I liked it or not. I'm still processing. Wow. Well, you got uh, 26 minutes or so to continue processing before we need an answer, Mike. Or let's cut it okay. down because, you know, maybe we'll get to that point sooner than later. So let's go with 20. You have 20 minutes to decide if you liked it or not. So okay. let's let's hear some arguments or not arguments, but discussion about uh, liking it or not liking it. I'll, I'll say this. It definitely was not what I expected either. Uh, the ending is probably the best part of the film other than the cinematography and how it was shot. I really, really liked that. Um, the story was unique and it was one way and I thought it was going to be this way throughout the whole thing. Once they started presenting it, we'll get into it in spoilers. And then it turned completely around on like a 180 and turned into like a horror movie finally, but it took like three quarters of the film to become a horror movie, which you know, it wasn't even that scary. It was more traumatic, I guess is a nice way to put it. But um, I'd say I like this film. I don't hate it. 
but it's not the world's greatest. Uh, I liked the time traveling stuff back in the sixties. I liked that it's a, a ghost story. That was kind of cool, but it's not a ghost story, which we'll again explain when we get into the spoiler section. It's hard to kind of touch on it until we're spoiling the hell out of it. But um, I, I think the acting was fine. Uh, I didn't have a problem with it. Matt Smith was great. Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy is always great. She was uh, in another film we've reviewed recently, uh, Northman. And then uh, I believe it's Thomason McKenzie. I thought she did a really, really good job too. Uh, she, I believe, is in a film that I watched recently. I don't think we should review it for the pod because it wasn't very good. It was M. Night uh, Shyamalan Ding Dong's latest old it's also on HBO Max. Have you watched that yet, Mike? Oh, you watched Old? Uh, I was a little curious about it. I, I, I don't know if it's going to be good or not. I don't know. It's hard to say. It wasn't great. Um, it had your typical M. Night things, you know, with the, oh, what a twist and all that kind of stuff. But it was just kind of odd. Like, it wasn't, like, scary or eye-opening or anything like that. It was just kind of odd. I don't know if it's worth a watch. I think you probably should watch it just because I know how much you like M. Night. So I don't think we should do it for the podcast. How's that? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I, I'm interested. I didn't realize it was on HBO. I mean, right now it seems like all the streaming services are dropping like content like crazy. So it's just kind of hard to keep up. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Especially you with your busy lifestyle. But, uh, you know, um, Maybe if we have a lull here in the next few months, maybe we'll watch it. But there's so much other stuff out there that I think deserves our attention versus something like that. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, you know, we have one that's uh, another famous horror uh, director um, coming up for next week's pod. And uh, believe it or not, my uh, mom and dad are actually excited to see this film. And I don't know why, because they don't like horror movies. So... That's interesting. Your your parents want to see this one? Yeah. My 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 dad is very intrigued. He already bought tickets like 3 weeks ago. So Oh man, they sold them that early for this movie, huh? Yeah, well, it's cuz you know who the, who the director is. It's a big name. I mean, we can we can I I guess it's not a spoiler, but I mean, we're going to be talking about Nope. Jordan Peele's latest. So Yeah, yeah. Um Jordan Peele seems to be kind of a new uh uh master of horror i guess he's come out with some pretty good ones so we'll see what this one's like well and my dad and mom don't really like horror movies like my mom has already discussed last night in soho with me and she really did not like this movie and she grew up in the 60s so anyways i, I will say i really like the use of music in this um i thought it was really well done with the choice of the music for the scenes and stuff it was it was neat I, I i enjoyed that a lot oh yeah the soundtrack was absolutely amazing it was very very good it was all 60s era even the mo well not all but most of even the modern day scenes were 60s era music it really added and it, uh elevated the film but the cinematography and the use of color and lighting I think is what really, I really, really enjoyed about this movie. It was really pretty. It was really well done. Yeah, the cinematography was very well done. It was pretty. Just the story was a little bit, I don't know, 
for me. Well, okay, Mike. I think we should discuss our typical almost halfway through stuff so that we can start spoiling this movie uh, for those of you who don't want it spoiled. Okay, Matt. All right. So what are you drinking this morning, evening, afternoon? (sighs) Michael, I am drinking just a plain Jane Samuel Adams Boston Lager. Oh, nice. Nice. Uh, I had I had me some Sierra Nevada Citrus IPA. Sierra Nevada Citrus IPA. So is it an orange? It's a bitter orange? Yeah, man. It's great. I don't know, man. I don't I, I think we've had this discussion before. I'm just too bitter. I don't that's why I don't like IPAs. I don't need any more bitterness. Okay, you're bitter enough? Yes, I am. Just like, you know, everybody says, you know, about eating sweets, they're sweet enough. I'm bitter enough. Okay. (laughs) That's fine, Matt. Sure, I'm glad you're okay with it. Most people aren't. Uh, Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, I mean, I guess you can just tell them, you know. I can't be any more bitter. That's why I don't drink IPAs or pale ales or anything that's bitter. I'll drink a pale ale every now and then. They're not my favorite, but I'll drink them every now and then. But, I mean, what what's that say about you, Mike? You chose to hang out with this bitter old man at a young age. That's true. Well, I guess you weren't so bitter at one point. I'm just trying to remember when that point was. Like, maybe when you're like... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. 11? I'm just trying to remember. Yeah, maybe when you're 11. Like, but from 11 to 12... 100% bitter. Yeah, that's when I started becoming jaded and the darkness started rolling in. <laughs> the darkness started rolling in? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's when the dark side became my side. Yep. Yep, that's when I switched to becoming a Sith. There we go. Nice Star Wars reference. Finally. Finally. Yeah, you were searching. You were searching for it. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, Mike, I see you flipping through. The bane of my existence. Mike, go ahead. Why don't you tell us this week's lovely dad joke? I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand, though. Gotta think I'm funny. Other people never laugh, though. Dad jokes. What do you call a dead parrot? Chicken? Polygon. Polygon? <laughs> so it's a dad joke and a math joke. <laughs> yeah. You must have really loved that one. I did like it. Nerd. <laughs> All right, Mike. Now, Matt, one of these days we need to play um, uh, Rock, Paper, Scissors, Lizard, Spock. We should. We should. That's a show I really miss. Big Bang Theory. That was such a good show. Oh, man. So good. And they rerun it on like nine different stations. Do you think that helps or hurts it? Uh, I think it helps it. It'll it'll be in syndication probably forever, man. That's going to be one of those ones that they're just going to play her in forever. It'll be like MASH or like Cheers. It's just always playing. Or the Andy Griffith show. Yeah, it'll be like that, dude. Gilligan's Island. Dude, that's a classic. That's a good show. I watched Gilligan's Island when I was a kid. I loved that show. Yeah, me too. 
Okay, Mike. So let's do it. Hopefully you were able to find it. Mike, how does Last Night in Soho relate to the Marvel Cinematic Universe? All right, Matt. This was a little bit tougher. This this movie is obviously shot in England, and not too many production stuff is over in England. Although I know they have made some of the movies partly over there. Uh, but for this one, I, I was able to find a production designer, uh, Marcus Rowland, and uh, he worked on 2015 Ant Man. Nice. Well, I got one, but I don't, I'm not sure. It might be a gray area. Yeah, so I was I was like, I didn't know if we should do the New Mutants. Right. That shows up a lot in the references. Like, a lot of the people that worked on this movie worked on the New Mutants. But I was like, eh, it's kind of a gray area. Anya Taylor-Joy played one of my favorite X-Men characters of all time in New Mutants. Oh, yeah. So I'm like... It's kind of a gray area because at that point, Fox was owned by Disney, like the deal was done, but it's still an X-Men film from the Fox era. So does it count? Doesn't it count? The reason why it, it, it does, but it doesn't because COVID basically kept getting pushed back and pushed back. And then in that pushing back, Disney went, okay, Fox, we own you now. So it's kind of a, I don't know. We'll see. Cause I mean, supposedly, you know, X-Men and, Lots of other uh, Fox entities are going to start appearing more and more in the MCU, specifically uh, one of my favorites, uh, Deadpool. So when that stuff starts happening, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But New Mutants is one that is rumored to possibly get strung in with the X-Men when they start appearing. I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. So I'm going with Gray Area. I'm glad you found something else. Yeah, man. I also looked at um, Matt Smith because I remembered him from uh morbius but you know morbius is still in that gray area right yeah morbius is in the sony spider verse venom verse whatever the hell they want to call it like spider villain verse so i would say that's also a dark gray area i mean maybe maybe not i don't know we'll see you know it's not as cut and dry as say like something like um the actual Spider-Verse cartoon, you know? Ah, uh, yeah. That's pretty cut and dry that that is not tied to the MCU whatsoever. The live-action stuff, the live-action Sony stuff, not so much. It's very muddled ever since the uh, Spider-Man MCU film, the latest one. Yeah, yep. Because that really crossed a lot of that stuff over, which was awesome. It, it did, and, it, and now it's a little confusing. Because it's like, which one's part of what? And yep, th- okay. So, okay, Mike. Well, uh, we are now in our section of spoilers, so we can now start actually talking about the film last night in Soho. Um, I'll try not to like jump right to the end about stuff. But uh, yeah, Mike, go ahead. Okay. Um, you know, uh, I guess we've alluded to this. This is like a... Kind of a ghost story, kind of a psychological thriller. I think for a little bit you're trying to understand if the character actually has his, like, hallucinations or... Because 
she talks about her mom had mental health issues. So it's like, well, maybe she does. It's a little bit like, I don't know, you're trying to figure out what, what's happening. And it was a little surprising when it actually happened at the end there. A little, little M. Night style twists that I didn't actually see coming. So that was, that was good. I mean, that was great storytelling where I didn't see it coming. Yeah, I didn't see it coming either. So that's probably one of the reasons why I said the ending is probably the best part of the one of the best parts of the film, just because it totally caught me by surprise. Um, yeah, this is a, a haunted house, ghost, horror, mystery, all kind of rolled into one. But you're not really sure what the hell's really going on because they don't really explain it until the very end. And then it all kind of makes sense, but it doesn't. So, like, one that caught me, so the main character of Anya Taylor-Joy in The Dreams is not dead, so is it really a ghost story? Oh, yeah, but, man, it's, well... All the others are ghosts, so maybe they're projecting her youthful ghost form? Yeah, so I think what it is is it's a ghost story, but you think it's about the one ghost, but it's actually the other way around it's the other ghosts trying to tell you about her yeah so that's the mystery part that comes in yeah yeah um i and i'm not exactly sure how that all worked because it's like she she must have some sort of um, i don't want to say connection but apparently there are some people that are more sensitive to like spirit stuff the the people that i'm not 100 percent sure that any of that stuff actually happens it's hard to hard to say but um some people seem to be more sensitive and this movie portrayed her as a kind of like a, a sensitive person like kind of like the sixth sense I was just going to say the sixth sense yeah but yeah yeah bringing up m night like because the kid was like able to talk to all the dead people and not know they were dead or whatever yeah so i mean it's it might be like you know she's a she's a medium she's not like um a psychic but like a medium that can converse with the other side but it's only like selective other side like maybe in this film that the only ghosts that exist are the ones that were murdered horribly or died horrible deaths or whatever it's not everyone so like when she's walking around on the street she's not seeing them but then when she's in certain places she does like you know like they showed her mom in the beginning and clearly that was tied to the house you know yeah yeah they did they did show her mom in the beginning so i think that's what they were trying to indicate but it was you know it was a little bit it seemed like it was the other way around. And so that's probably part of the reason that you and I didn't see the ending coming, which is like, no, this, this character is the one renting out the room. Whoa. Yeah. Like that was, that was, it was, it was crazy. Cause yeah, well, and they did a good setup on that, but, uh, but I agree the setup of her being crazy, you know, cause there were times where I'm like, Oh no, no, she's not seeing ghosts. She's going nuts because she can't handle the big city just like mom. Yeah, yeah, and and that's what they wanted us to think. So we 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 bit the line hook 
a hook, line, and sinker right there. But uh, it was well done the way it did. It was kind of slow and like, you know, it is a lot of change for somebody coming from the country to move to the city and then starting school and all this stuff. And then the people think you're weird. And And then bullying and all that stuff. I'll be honest. I might get a little flack for this, but whatever. You know, uh, you can go ahead and send your hate mail to Mike at realfilmnerds.com, any comments I'm about to have. But uh, I was really afraid when they started going into the ghost backstory kind of stuff of all these guys basically, you know, taking advantage of her. I mean, she was a prostitute, you know, and she, it, it seemed like they were trying to do like a woke thing about how all these men are just horrible and they're just awful and all they do is they just want to bang this young girl because if you remember mike all the men that are like first you know paying and partaking in said things that the uh character played by matt smith keeps making her do they're all old guys they're not like 50s or 40s or i mean they're like 70s and 80s i mean they're old dudes yeah, they're old dudes, yeah. And so for me, I was just like, oh, great. Here's here's another movie that's going to tell me about how I'm a horrible man and men are terrible and all this other shit. And then it gets turned on its head pretty goddamn quick after that. Yeah, yeah, no, it does. Boy, does it. So that's, that's one thing I don't want to make it sound like I'm insensitive, but I was like, oh, great, another woke story. And it didn't turn out to be that way. It was... That misleaded me quite a bit as well. Misled me. Sorry. Um. Yeah. No. I. I'm. I'm. Well. I'm. I didn't uh, think exactly about the woke stuff, but I was just like, "Wow, this this movie kind of reminds me." I, I was kind of thinking of. Um, <sighs> Matt, we reviewed that movie not too long ago, where the the lady, who. Uh, Oh. You can do it, Mike. You can do it. Fire up the the hamster. Get that wheel oh, going. It's, it's 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 coming. It's coming. Oh man. <sighs> you know where <laughs> she was like a nurse. Really bad, Mike. Really bad. <laughs> <laughs> you know where she's like a nurse and uh she quits medical. Oh, no, she was going to be a doctor and she quits medical school and Thor Love um, and Thunder? No. <laughs> No. Oh man, man, speaking of Love and Thunder, I didn't notice this, but uh you know Krug's uh like god or whatever in that the thing. Korg? Korg, yeah. Yeah. Uh his his god in in that place uh where wherever the place is the gods hang out. The god planet? Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that he was sitting on a throne made out of Scissors, because rock beats scissors. <laughs> no, I didn't notice that. <laughs> did you go and see it again? Yeah, I did. With Mags. Yep. What did she think? She loved it, dude. Really? It's funny. Screw both of you. She's. She said it was. Uh, <laughs> she liked it. It was. It's different. It's. It's. It was more lighthearted. It was more Ant Man style, kind of in like its lightheartedness. I'm not saying it like, was terrible. I mean, if you want to know, listen to last week's podcast where I talked all about it, where I thought it really I, could have been better. And, you know, no. the box office is saying the exact same thing. Do you Did you see the numbers on it? 
Well, Matt, just because your nerd nerd buddies all united. Hell yeah, we did. <laughs> we got our uh, um, Force got FX light up lightsabers and hit the streets. <laughs> yeah, you you sent out the hateful tweets, and now the movie's not doing well. I don't even really tweet. We're practically bots on Twitter like everyone else. <laughs> we just automatically post our our episode every Wednesday. Do, do, do. <laughs> at the same time. Yep. Every day at the every Wednesday at five AM. <laughs> well, uh I, I I don't know. So anyway, Ma- Max liked it and we actually got to go see a movie together, so it was nice. What did you do with the kids? Did you like like get them like a pet snake and let them loose in the backyard and here play with this for a few hours kids we'll be back uh no no we just asked alexa to watch them and like she was like on it she read them stories you know uh she she locked the doors she you know she's great perfect perfect is it the alexa from south park (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) the one that kept saying like Remember when they had like the round robin where they're like, "Hey Google, hey Alexa, hey," and, like they 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 all were like saying, "Oh, it was funny." Oh, oh, I love love South Park so much. This show's so good. Oh, did you did you see the uh, streaming wars too? No, I have not had a chance to watch it yet, Mike. Oh, dude, is it, okay. is it good? It's pretty funny, dude. Okay, all right, all right. I'll, I'll try and get to it. I'll try and get to it. You know, I'm uh, right now. You know, I'm watching uh, the last handful of episodes for Better Call Saul, and wow, is it good? I, I dare I say, I think I like Better Call Saul better than Breaking Bad. Whoa. Yep. Yep. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Well. Um. Should we get back to our mom? On that bombshell, Matt, we should probably start talking back about last night in Soho. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sorry, uh, Mike. Have you watched? You haven't watched Better Call Saul at all, have you? Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time. I think I saw up through season three. I think. Um. So I'm quite quite behind. I think it's on season five or six. We're on what, six. What season? I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm three seasons and behind. They have so. they have all the way up to I think. I don't think they have the first part of six on Netflix, but I know they have all the way up to five. Is he, is is he now Saul Goodman? Oh like, yeah. Oh dude, he becomes Saul Goodman in like season four, I think. Oh okay. Season four so, or five, he becomes Saul Goodman. He wasn't he wasn't uh, that when my last episode. So I'm oh, definitely dude. Behind. You haven't even started getting into the really good stuff yet. You're really missing out. Well, I mean, he became a lawyer. It was good. Anyway, let's let's get back to last night in Soho, man. Saul Good, man. <laughs> okay, last night in Soho. Good movie. Great movie. Mediocre movie. Mike, thoughts? Um, it, Have you decided? It, it was, it's been 20 minutes. It's, it's good. It's good for most things. I just... I don't know. I I wanted a little. It's something. I don't know. Something was a little different. Is it because it Anya Taylor Joy's eyes are like really spread apart? No, it had nothing to do with it. <laughs> but I can see why you loved it so much, or didn't love it so much. I did or did not love it so much. I don't know. I don't know which one. You're about to tell well, us. Tell oh, us shit. that. Do I have to go first? I have to do my reels first. 
Sure, why not? I mean, well, I can do my reels. No, no. You want, you want my oh, reels? No. Oh, no, you got it, Mike. I give Last Night in Soho three and a half reels out of five. Wow, okay. I thought it was okay. That's great, man. I thought it was good. I didn't think it was groundbreaking or anything special or anything amazing. But if you're into cinema, I think it's worth a watch just because of how good the storytelling is on certain levels. Other levels, it's not very good. But that twist, the M. Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong twist at the end, that was pretty good, man. They got me pretty dang good. It was pretty on the money. And I liked it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, no, that, that twist was pretty, I did not see that coming one bit. And, you know, it truly seemed like she was very remorseful as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, she don't see in horror movies. Yeah, so I'm going to give it two and a half. Two and a half! Yeah. All right. Finally, Mike is worse than I am. He's the dick. Woo! Hallelujah! Must be all the must be all the that IPA man. I'm I'm getting more bitter, dude. You better watch it. You're gonna become bitter like me. You don't want that. You don't want that, Mike. You have a lot of life left in you. It hasn't been sucked completely out yet. That's true. I don't have the soul sucker. You know, give it time. Give it time. It'll happen, but not yet. You're still a young man. I mean, I got you by what a solid six months. <laughs> yeah, you do. A lot changed in those six yeah, months. Yeah, when you're my age, Mike, uh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, so we already touched on it. Um, I don't know if it's my pick for next week or if it's Mike's pick or if it's just, hey, th- we know this movie's coming out. We know it's going to be a big hit. We both really enjoy Jordan Peele. We're going to go watch Nope. We already talked about it earlier. We're going to hit the theaters. Mike, uh, it, this is one you're going to leave Max at home, right? She's not coming? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to leave Mags at home for this one. But, Matt, I don't know how I'm going to be able to review this one. How, uh, how can you? Got another vacation coming Oh, up. mother of God. Um, I don't know. We'll figure it out, Matt. How many but, vacations do you get? I haven't. Uh, you've dude, had more vacations in one year than I've had in my life. <sighs> well, Matt, you know, you could you could change that. Is this what happens when you make money? I don't know, man. You tell me. You're the one making all the money. Don't look at me, dog. Don't look at me. I have so much credit Uh, card debt, like it would make your head spin. (laughs) All right. Dude, when drug dealers and hookers started accepting Discover, that was it. That was it. It's out the door. (sighs) I know, man. The square made it so easy. Right? Fucking square. God damn it. (sighs) We knew that day was coming, man. But. Yeah, I'm still waiting to see the homeless guy out there like takes credit. <laughs> yeah. I take credit. <laughs> he he's holding up a his his sign square accepted here. Ha, you know, at homeless guy 32 Venmo. <laughs> God, did they Dude, do I'm that? Still wait, did, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for that. Did they do that over there? Um uh I noticed this. God, not to keep talking cuz I know you need to go to bed. But um Around graduation time, all the seniors put like their Venmo stuff with all their graduation stuff. They put it in like a horse, not horseshoe, shoe polish on their car. They're like, at Venmo me, you know, to give me a graduation gift or like newlyweds. Have you seen that? 
No, dude, that's that's funny though. Yeah. People are just they're just like soliciting the public yeah, for money with shit on their car. Yeah, they did that. Uh, I don't. I haven't seen it in a while, but I I saw that like around graduation last year. It was it was weird. I was like, I'm not gonna give you shit. I don't know you. Wow. Yeah. No, it's just weird. I. I yeah. It's like big time panhandling. Yeah. That that's 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 interesting, man. Well, I wouldn't have thought it. Man. Yeah. Things have changed. Well, I'm just surprised you haven't seen it over there. No, but I, you know, man, I don't get out that much, so it might not. Not. I mean, it, it, it's good. It probably is happening. I beg to differ. You're going on fucking vacation again. You don't get out much. <laughs> Kiss my ass. <laughs> well, I don't just. Yeah, I don't you know. You don't drive around town. You don't go grocery shopping. You don't go to Jack in the Box anymore. You don't You don't make it to the places you used to, Mike, and I understand. You go to the beer store, and you go to the food store, and you go to the diaper store, and that's about it. That's and right. they're all in one. <laughs> Uh, sometimes 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 depends if it's the fancy beer store or not they don't have diapers yeah that'd be kind of funny if there was like a uh like i don't know like a total wine but it like also had like uh, emergency dad supplies and it's got like all these diapers and like all this other stuff so you'd be like yeah i went to the store and got you the stuff it has like macaroni and cheese diapers yeah, a bunch of random stuff. Uh, bunch of random tampons. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We got. I got you, honey. I got you. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna go to the store real quick. <laughs> I like it, Mike. I like it. I think that's a new business idea. Great. Now it's out on the internet. We're screwed. Everybody will know about it. Damn it. All right. Well, I think I think that's it. Uh, just su- we'll just sum it up. Uh, last night in Ho- Soho. I say it's worth a watch, especially since it's on streaming. If it was in the theaters, I'd say probably not. Mike says maybe, probably not though. Yeah, I'm more of a maybe. I I don't know. Like, it, there's a lot of aspects of the movie that are good, but for some reason, it didn't all come together for me, and it just didn't quite rub me the right way. I guess it was like like sandpaper instead. You know, a little bit. It was rough. No, you don't want sandpaper, or just sand in general. It's very rough. It's not comfortable. Mm-mm. Nope. All right, Mike, do your thing. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening to the pod. And uh, make sure to uh, go out there, see a movie, and uh, follow us on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And, uh, you know, you can stream this movie or go watch some other movies. There's a lot of content right now being dropped. So, uh, But the movie theaters need you. So... Go to the movie theater if you can. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie. He's in exactly 24 hours late. It's Matt Hinshaw from The Real Film Nerds podcast on Magic 99.1. Morning, Maddie. Hey, I'm the one that got the memo not to show up. So (laughs) I thought I was good. Yeah, you were great. You're great. I'm glad you're here today. I didn't want to wait a whole week to see your sun shining face.
how how bad is your life that that's your <laughs> like wonderful uh, well, thing of the week is seeing we, me? I mean, that's terrible. I was just trying terrible. to be nice, man. Okay, I was just right. trying to compliment you. Okay, good. Let's talk about the movies. What did you see? A Night in Soho? Last Night in last Soho. Last Night in Soho, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And? It was okay. Yeah. It was okay. I Where'd had you watch higher it? hopes. Theaters? HBO Max. HBO Max. Yeah, it's okay. it's streaming. It came out in October of last year. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's by Edgar Wright, who okay. famously did mostly comedies up to this point. Okay. Um, Baby Driver. Did you see that film? Yes, Baby Driver. He Funny. directed and wrote. I don't know if he wrote, but he directed Baby Driver. Um, he directed and co-wrote Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, At oh. the World's End. Wow. Um, he's done a lot of... Mostly comedies and fun movies. This is his actual true like first foray into horror. And it was okay. It wasn't like great. There was a lot of things that were very interesting that I liked. The cinematography and the lighting and the color palette was just very, very pretty. The story's kind of odd, takes twists and turns, has a what we call a M night uh Shamalama Ding Dong uh, twist at the end. Okay. And that's like the big horror kind of thing is this huge, crazy twist. So, yeah. um, you know, it's on streaming. I say it's worth a watch on streaming if you're big into horror movies or Edgar Wright or just looking for something to watch. It's right. worth it. But uh, I'm kind of glad I didn't spend like $25,000 to see <laughs> in the theater. So, well, you're not a big horror film fan not, anyway. Not really, but I respect them and I watch them. I'm not a huge fan. Uh, you know, there's some I really, really enjoy, like Friday the 13th. Mm-hmm. Uh, the original was. I thought phenomenal. Right, right. So. Yes. Well, you're kind of in line with everybody else. Uh, it says 80% of Google users like the movie. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 76. How many reels are you giving it? Yeah, so I am uh, pretty in line. I give it a three and a half. Three and a half. Uh, so we already recorded the pod for the week. So I know my co-host score. Yeah. And he is a horror movie buff. Like, yeah. You can't believe it's his favorite genre. He only okay. gave it two and a half. You're kidding. Yeah, I was okay. kind of surprised. He didn't know how to read it. He was mm-hmm. just like, it's a horror movie. It's not. It's a mystery. It's a It's a haunted house. It's a ghost. It's a. Mi- it's just, You just yeah. don't know. Okay. He just was like, I don't know. All and right. so uh, you'll find out Ma Henshaw Ma. is uh, very cranky today. She's cranky. And so she uh, <laughs> she didn't enjoy that film too much either. So okay. my father. My, uh, Father Pa Hinshaw pa? took her to the theaters yesterday, and so ah. she's going to talk about that movie that she went and saw with him that she loved and thinks everybody should see. Okay, very good. Let's give her a call, Ma Hinshaw, coming up next on Magic. Good morning, crotchety old lady here. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ma Hinshaw on Magic 99.1. Did you say crotchety? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't think that word has ever been spoken on this radio station until now. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. Yes, your son says you were kind of grumpy because of the movie. You didn't like it last night in Soho. I did not like it. A waste of time and money, right? Yeah, if I'd spent money on it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness you didn't. didn't. There were not a lot of scary yipes things. It was just kind of slow, dull for a while. I I expected more. You did. There you go. Okay, well, that's fair enough. But Matt said you did see a movie that you did enjoy. What was it? Yes, Where the Crawdads Sing. (gasps) And I thought it was awesome. It's finally in theaters. They have been advertising this movie for like a year. And you saw it and you loved it, huh? I really did. I, I I went in expecting nothing, and I thought I was going to sleep, 
And it it was just really, really good. Tell me. I, I, the plot was great. Um, it kept your interest. The person with me never fell asleep, watched it clear through. Nice. Um, it, it, I highly, I highly recommend it. I mean, it tears at your heartstrings. It has suspense in it. And because of the one death and all this stuff, it, it was just, I thought, a fantastic movie. And the Daisy Edgar Jones was amazing in it, just amazing. She was phenomenal in that part. So this is a drama, huh, Ma? Well, yes. I mean, the girl, basically, her father beat everybody in the family, and they all took off and left, and she stayed there, and then he eventually leaves, you know. Mm-hmm. It was just a tour at your heartstrings, okay. living there by herself when she's eight years old, you know. I yeah. mean, wow, you yeah. know, a lot. I thought it really, really uh, was good and um, covered a lot of emotions, you know. Good. Well, we like and, those kind of movies, don't we? Well, you know, I do. Uh, this one w- had mystery in it, too. Okay. I mean, it was uh, who done it also. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't want to give away the plot, but yes, it, it had everything in it. Okay. I really felt like it was a very, very good movie. People, some folks may disagree with me, but I think everyone should go see it. <laughs> okay, and how many cookies are you going to give it out of five? Oh, I'd give it four and a half. Four and a half. All right. Wow. That's... I really would. Seriously. Okay. And it's only in theaters, correct? Correct. Okay. I think that's all. I, I don't think it's been. Mm-mm. I think you're right. I think you're right. All right. Well, what a great review. I'm going to go see it. Mahinshaw, say hi to your son, Matt. Yippee. Hi, Matt. So I'm Don't trying go to, fig- to Soho. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out why it's a movie about crawfish <laughs> and drama. Crawdads. So the Matt, cra- get it crawdad right. like beats on the other crawdad <laughs> yeah, children. You gotta see it. This you gotta terrible. see it. <laughs> Was this on Animal Planet? <laughs> No, uh, not at all, but I thought it was really cool. And this is better than Last Night in Soho. Well, I I believe Oh, hands down better than Last Night in Soho. I believe you. And it it lightened your mood, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yes, very much. Great review, Mahinshaw. Thanks for chatting with us on what station? On 99.1 Magic. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. So what are we going to review next week? So there is another horror movie. Another horror movie. Coming out. This one. I mean, isn't reality horror enough right now? Yes. I'm just saying. Pretty much. (laughs) I 100% concur. Okay. Okay. But this one has been highly anticipated. This is Jordan Peele's newest film. It is actually an alien movie. You don't see the aliens until the most recent trailer. I haven't watched the most recent trailer. I've only watched the first one. Okay. But uh, it's called Nope. 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 Okay, very good. We will chat about that next week. On what station, Matt? The Magnificent Magic Can't you come up with another adjective? Maniacal? I'll I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) I can't say magical magic. No, that's redundant. Exactly. Thank you. Matt, you won the lottery. I did not win the lottery. I won the lottery of life by hanging Uh, out with you and having you as my best friend, Mike. Oh, okay. Yes. Thanks. Are you crying on the inside now? Yes. You know, one thing I have to say, Mike, I think since you've had kids, you've aged at least 30 years.
I mean, you look Probably. way way more terrible than I do. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> That's not possible. That's not possible. I look like I was about to get hit by a Mack truck and I just swallowed it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess on that note, why don't we start last night in Zoho?